Welcome to the Friends of a Feather podcast. I'm your host, Ren Robbins, and I'm excited that you're here. This is the place where you will feel encouraged as I share with you my friends' God stories. Whether you are on your commute to work, folding the laundry, or taking me along with you on your walk, I pray that you will feel seen by God and be spurred on to honor Him with the gifts and talents that He has given you. Let's jump in. Well, welcome back to the Friends of a Feather podcast, my friend. We are excited because today we are continuing our series on the summer of practical, and we are talking with my friend, Melanie Red. So Melanie, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you, Ren. It's good to be with you. So Melanie and I've known each other for a while, and she is my mentor, and this is kind of a, a neat thing, but... Um, when we were recording a course together and one day when we were supposed to record, that was the day that you said, Melanie, you were like, Ren, we can't record. Something's going on with Randy. And so tell us, let's go back to that time when we had to postpone because something like huge was happening with Randy. So tell us a little bit about that. Absolutely. I forgot that that's the day that that happened. Um, Randy woke up on a Monday morning. It was early, about five o'clock on a Monday morning. And he said, I'm having chest pains. And, you know, first thought is a heart attack. And so we rushed to the hospital. I mean, five o'clock Monday morning, uh, it was still dark outside. And when we went in, of course, when you say heart attack or heart, they all freak. And so all of a sudden there were thousands of people in a room with my husband poking him and running tests and all. And it turned out it wasn't a heart attack, but he had something called pericarditis. It was an infection of the lining of his heart. And he was in the hospital several days. He just felt bad. But in that time, the good news was they ran tests and found that he had blockage in his heart. And some, they said, something's got to be done. We're going to have to do surgery. And so because of COVID, we had to wait a little bit, but we went back in June of last year and we thought he was having one stint and they put in three. And after his surgery, the doctor came to the room and he told me, Randy was still kind of groggy, but he said, if something doesn't change, I'm going to be cracking him open. And so that began this journey for us. Uh, scared us to death. And so we made calls. We started searching the internet, talking to people and praying. And God led us to some friends that had both lost 50 pounds and kept it off. And that's kind of how our journey started. We said, if they did it, we can do it. And so we began last August and just decided we wanted to change the trajectory of our lives. And we wanted our health to be good all the way till our last years. And we didn't want to spend all of our days in, in hospitals, in doctor's offices, and taking pills. <laughs> and so mm. that's really kind of how this started, was because mm. we had an emergency. Well, and those do really get our attention, don't they? I mean, they really do. And I, I like the three words you said, that you had seen somebody lose 50 pounds and they kept it off. Yes. That's what yes. we see with a lot of fads and, and yes. trends with diets is that people lose all this weight, but then they end up gaining it back. And so I like, I think that that's a really important phrase is that they kept the weight off. And so um, tell me a little bit about, okay, so what did you have to change from when y'all were in the hospital and then when you came home? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he knew he needed to lose some weight and he lost a little, but the doctor pretty much said, you got to lose a lot of weight. And so mm -hmm. we just, it was a, it was a mind shift. It was like, we had to say, 
Uh, it mattered. We, we had been, I think everything we had done was centered around food. We, we eat well and we like food. And Randy's family, the joke is when you're not eating, you're talking about what you're going to eat next. And so <laughs> we, that was our world. Everything was focused on food. And we decided that we had to look at food different. We had to look, we had to eat to live, not live to eat. And so we began this journey of um, what can we do to change our future and to add this value to our lives and live in such a way that it's not all about the food. And I think mm. that was our first big change, our first big shift. And then we just said, we want to change for life. We don't want to change for a couple months. We want to change the way we live for the future. And that was probably our biggest change or switch. And so we started um, in August and in about three months time, I lost about 30 pounds. Um, and now here six months later, I've kept it off. And I've lost 23 inches and dropped two sizes. Randy's lost over 30 pounds. He's dropped, you know, men always drop a lot, but we had to buy him new pants several times. And so he's down wow. several sizes in his waist, especially. And the best news for him is he's had a, a visit with his regular doctor and a visit with his heart doctor and his numbers are better. Internally, he's doing great. All his triglycerides, his glucose, um, his A1C, which is a big uh, diabetic number, is better. Every number is improving. And his doctor even sent him a letter saying how good he was doing, that he was proud of him. And so wow. we just, it's been a fun journey. It's been a crazy nine months, but we've just made a huge change. And we're really grateful for all the people that have encouraged us in this process. Wow. You said so much in that. And I think that I want to go back to that first thing that it's not just about what you eat. It's the mindset. It's the mindset around what you eat. And you said you had a mindset shift. Um, yeah. Wow. And then you talked about how you how much you've lost and in a, in a certain amount of time and um, and that you've kept it off again with that phrase, because I think that's really important. So so here here I'm thinking this sounds great and the results are amazing. But then I'm thinking, okay, eating and living healthy, healthily, that sounds hard to me. It sounds hard. So how did you do it? I mean, was it going back to that mindset shift? Did you have to have a mindset shift for it to work? We did. I, I think you did. Yeah. We did a lot of praying. Um, we have a lot of supportive people. I have a health coach and I have somebody encouraging me and Randy. Um, we have a lot of people walking in the journey with us. So we're not doing it by ourselves. So there's this whole community of people because I don't think you do it well by yourself. I don't think anybody does. We mm -hmm. have started doing research and learning. There's books we've read. We've got a journal we work through. We've, we've just done a lot of things to make it work. We put into place all of these different facets. So we're not just talking about the diet. We're talking about changing everything in our world. We've started walking together and um, we started thinking of more ways we can be active. There's a brand new, this is kind of fun, right down the street, they built this new court. It's called Pickleball. It's tennis for people over a certain age. It's a small court. Uh -huh. It's half the size of a tennis court. And people play into their twilight years because it's not as, you don't have to run as much. So Randy bought us rackets. And so we're going to start, we just are thinking we're going to get some bikes and we're just thinking of ways that we can live differently. So we've gotten more active too. Okay. So it's not just about the food, it's the activity. And the cool thing is that it's changing numbers, the internal numbers. And that is, that's, that's long-term, you know, Absolutely. that's not just for today. Okay. And this, I mean, going through all this, you know, going through the hard with his heart issues and the surgery and, you know, scary times, 
what birthed out of this is you and uh, Randy really getting healthy, but you becoming a health coach. So tell me a little bit about that, because this is super exciting because you're really good at it. And we get to pray for each other, like as we're walking through this, my business, your business. And um, tell me what you do on a daily basis or weekly basis with your clients. Sure. Absolutely. Well, first thing, every morning I have these little index cards and I have every person's name, both clients and just other people that I'm praying for. And I pray for about a hundred people every morning that wow. I'm, I'm praying for their health and for their success and their encouragement. And so I pray for them. I do a lot of phone calls and texts and emails and that kind of thing. We do some Zoom calls and um, most of it though, is I'm trying to cheer other people on to feel better. I mean, really, that's the bottom line. And, and it may be they've been through a divorce. It may be they, like my husband, they have diabetes or they're, they they have some kind of health issue. It may be they gained the COVID-19 or the COVID-39 or whatever. But uh -huh. I'm finding it's so cool, Ren, because most of my um, time in the past few years has been spent on spiritual things. But I've realized your health has a lot to do. If you don't feel good about you or you don't feel good, it affects every area. And so it's been a lot of fun to watch people feel better physically, and that makes them better in every other aspect. And it's just been a, a cool thing to watch and observe. And so I love watching people transform. I have one couple, they start, we started working together in January. He's lost 51 pounds. She's lost 31 pounds. They feel good. And now they're health coaches and we're working together. And wow. I love, we're kind of passing it along, <laughs> you know, so it's just a joy. And I love the fact that you said passing it on. I mean, we talk a lot about legacy, leaving a legacy for our kids. Um, but there's also a health legacy that we can leave our kids, good, healthy, healthy habits um, that we can leave our kids and they can see us doing. So tell me, what are some tips that you give clients or that you share with people that are simple, easy health tips that we can do at home to make a little bit of a difference? Absolutely. I have one girl that, and, and she's not a client. She's just a girl I've been praying for and we've been talking and uh, she wants to be a client. She's uh, we're working towards that, but she's doing some things to start with just to get ready. And one of her things is she loves regular Coke, uh, Coca-Cola, as my grandmother used to say. And so the deal with that is every just a bottle of Coke mm -hmm. is about 180 calories. So I tell people, mm -hmm. watch what you drink. It's amazing. Sweet tea, um, mm -hmm. Coke. Uh, wine, anything. There's so much sugar in the things that we drink, even coffee, Starbucks. You need to look at the label on your Starbucks coffee, the mm -hmm. amount of fat and sugar in what we drink. And I tell people, if you want to lose some weight, watch the things that you drink, drink more water, drink unsweet tea, drink mm -hmm. coffee with um, fat-free or sugar-free creamer and Stevie or Splenda or monk fruit. But that's just an easy one. Just be careful okay that you're not drinking your calories <laughs> because this girl that I talked to, she was drinking about uh, five Cokes a day. That's about a thousand calories just on drinking Coke. Wow. And she said wow. it was just kind of a, her thing that she loved. And uh -huh, so she's just uh -huh. trying to cut that back. Right. And right. So cutting it back. A simple tip. Um, okay. Also, also tell people watch the extra bites when you're cooking dinner mm. or when you're snacking, it's just real easy to stand. Um, at your island or your bar in your kitchen and just eat a lot, a lot of little extra bites, those extra bites add up. And so that's just a simple one. I tell people add more water to your day. 
even if you're not, don't want to go on a diet, drink an extra bottle of water every day. It's amazing how much that will help. Um, another one that's kind of tricky is the bubbles and the salt. Anything with carbonation, even Diet Coke, there's a lot of salt. And the salt that we put on our food can make you bloated and gain weight. So um, another tip is walk. Even if you walk 15 or 20 minutes a day, the motion, you don't have to walk fast. There's just something about getting your body moving. Walk the dog, walk the kids, get out and move a little bit is a good tip. And then a couple others, um, get the junk out of the house. If you know you're tempted by Cheetos, don't buy Cheetos. If you know that the Cheez-It box is going to get you, <laughs> don't buy Cheez-Its, Poncho's Cheese Dip, whatever your thing is, watch the mm -hmm. watch the junk. And if it's not in the house, then you've got to go buy it. You have to go to the store. You have to go out to get it. So there's another little kind of way to cut some you know, calories. Well, and that's the thing is like, if it's not in the house, then you won't, then you'll have to go get it. You most likely would not go and get it. So that's, that's a huge tip. And the water and the drinking, um, watch what you drink with the sugary. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is great. Well, and I didn't realize how you pray for everybody. You mentioned praying for everybody daily and having note cards and what you have. I think that is an incredible talking about healthy habits. What a spiritually healthy habit that you just mentioned. Um, so I, I love that too. These are excellent, practical, practical advice, uh, practical tips with us. So can you share us? I know, I think the next problem is yes, you know, the things that are surrounding us, but another problem is, that we don't know or we don't want to put the extra effort into finding another recipe, maybe a recipe that is substituting one thing for another. Tell me a little bit about that. Can you give us like a, a easy recipe we can use? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I've got recipes and I've also got easy ideas. Now, what we do with most of our clients is we do what's called lean and green. And what we, we try to do is cut the amount and the amount that we eat is extraordinary. If you go to any restaurant, the plate they bring you is too much food. Mm -hmm. So split entrees, that's a great way to go. If you're just trying to cut calories, split a meal uh, There's or eat a lunch portion is a lot better than the dinner portions at most restaurants are twice as large as most people need. There's, there's probably three, two, two to 3,000 calories on a plate when you go out. But when you're at home, some of the things that people will get that are just simple um, is things like rotisserie chicken and a bag of salad. You can get deli turkey thick cut and cook green vegetables. Uh, there are, mm. There is pasta that is lower sugar. There's pasta sauce that is lower sugar. And so for a lot of people, I tell them, watch your sugar and watch the amount of calories. If you'll just start looking at labels, that'll help. But one of my favorite recipes that we came up with, we like Cajun at our house. And so what we do is we, instead of the traditional kind of the crab boil or the crab bake, um, what we'll do is we'll substitute the potatoes and the corn and we'll fix like shrimp with cauliflower. And then we get turkey sausage and put it in there. And we put like bell peppers and onion. We put it in olive oil and bake it in a big pan. Okay. And then pour a little Old Bay sauce on it. And it's really good. You can put other things in it. But cauliflower is a great substitute. And if you'll bake it, you won't taste it. It'll be almost like a potato. Okay. That's what I wanted to ask because I don't know if I like the taste of cauliflower. But if you put it with all that in the seasonings, then you don't taste it, like you said. Right. 
Right. If you will put enough powdered seasoning or enough something with the cauliflower, okay. you won't taste the cauliflower. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, and turkey sausage, I can't notice the difference when it's with other things either. Yeah. So yeah. that's an so easy. You, cut, you just cut a lot of fat. Shrimp has okay. almost no calories or fat. And so mm -hmm. if you put all those things together and you put the Old Bay and the olive oil, it's pretty good. It's pretty so good. I cook, I cook that. My kids like it and they're, they're not eating what we're eating. But right. for most people, I tell them, you just, if you can begin to notice calories on recipes and when you go out to eat, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Like Chick-fil-A, get the grilled nuggets and a kale salad. The grilled nuggets are really good at Chick-fil-A. Most mm -hmm. restaurants will accommodate people that are trying to eat more healthy. Mm -hmm. And that kale salad they have is really good. It's good. It is yummy. I was, yeah. you know, surprised, greatly surprised. Okay. That's a good recipe. I'm going to put that in the show notes too. And something else I'm going to put in the show notes is that when people reach out to you, when they say, Hey, I really, I read, I really need somebody to do this with me. I can't do this by myself. I need accountability. Um, you know, as business women, we have accountability for others about business things or about, um, you know, and with anything, accountability partner spiritually. But, you know, it just makes sense to have an accountability partner with your health. And so how could somebody find you? There is a form that they fill out that gives you all the information and then just gets you to talk with them about what are their goals. Absolutely. I've got a, in the show notes, you're going to have something we call a health assessment. And it just asks a lot of questions about what you're wanting to do for your health and what kind of your journey and when were you lasted the weight you wanted to be and, and a lot of good questions. And so usually what we do is we take those and look those over and then I'll call or text that person and just say, let's talk about it and see if they're a good fit and if we if they want to work together. And so it's been a lot of fun to do this this way. And it's just an easy way to get to know their health journey. But uh, yes, I would love to if somebody's listening and they want to just talk. It's it's kind of a it's a non pushy way to just figure out, OK, here is this something I want to talk about doing. Yeah. And so I would love to talk to your listeners if somebody's struggling or needs a little encouragement or just wants to lose a little weight. I would love to talk to them. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, and I think we talk about accountability in other ways, but this is this is important. This is definitely an important aspect of that. Um, OK, so tell us. A little bit. I mean, you this the cool thing is that, you know, we talked about physical health. Can you give a couple of tips about spiritual health, like how we can do the things we mentioned prayer and how you are consistent with that? Can you give us a couple of things, uh, tips that we can really prepare our hearts to spiritually um, grow and be healthy? What would you say to somebody? That wants that. Sure, absolutely. Um, I was just sharing with, I was with some ladies the other night. We were talking about that, about what do you do, especially, you know, it seems like as we've been in the middle of the craziness of the last year, people are are feeling a little disconnected and and maybe they've lost hope or they're confused mm -hmm. or they're not sure how to, how to keep pressing on. And so I tell people, there's a few things I do every day that I recommend always. The first thing I do, I mean, first thing in the morning is I look up and acknowledge there's a God and I need him. <laughs> and so I tell people, you need to look up every day. And even if all you say is help, there is something about turning our attention to heaven that changes things. And then I tell people, and then you need to get in the Bible. Even if it's one verse, there is something about opening the word of God that changes everything for us. As we get into the word, the word gets into us and it changes us. So get a devotion book, start reading one Psalm a day, one proverb a day, but we need time in God's word. Um, a third thing I would share is we need to pray. We need time to where we talk to God. 
And we need to pray specifically. We don't just think about praying. We need to pray. <laughs> and so I, t- I encourage ladies all the time. I'm like, you need to tell them what's on your heart. I keep a notebook with all the requests that I've made. And we need to specifically ask God. He I, There was a time in the Bible where he was dealing with a man named Blind Bartimaeus. And he asked him, what can I do for you? And Bartimaeus said, I want to see. Well, God asked that same question of us. And he says, well, what can I do for you? And that's what prayer is. We just share our hearts mm-hmm. with God. What can he do for us? And so I tell ladies, write it down. Be specific so that you'll know he answered your prayer. <laughs> you know? Yes. Um, and then I would say another thing that's been really good for me this year, Ren, is I felt like all during this whole pandemic, God has said worship. And so mm-hmm. every day without fail, I put on a worship song and I just enjoy, usually it's in the closet. You could do this in the shower. You could do this in your car. But there is something about looking to heaven and just saying, God, I love you. And I appreciate you. It changes us. And so I tell ladies all the time, turn up your worship music, find you a song and spend some time just praising God that he, for who he is and look mm-hmm. into heaven and telling him that you love him. A um, couple other things that help me is I try to spend time with people who encourage me. We need some people in our lives who cheer us on. <laughs> yeah. And so I encourage ladies all the time. You need to spend some time with some people who encourage you and clap for you and cheer you on. And then I would say one other thing that's been helpful is I've turned off a lot of the news, a lot of the notifications, a lot of the the negative and put my mind on the good, the podcasts that are encouraging, the music that's encouraging, even quiet can be yes. a, a nice, a nice breather for most mm-hmm. women. So those are, mm-hmm. those are probably my biggest encouragements to people spiritually for better spiritual health. Yeah, I love that. And I love how God, you know, there's so many different parts of us as humans and, and, he takes care of every part, you know, and he wants us to be obedient and in all the parts in the health and mental health and spiritual health and physical health. And so I am so grateful for you. You encourage me when I see your post and when I hear your text come through and you always offer to pray for me specifically. I just appreciate that so much. Melanie, you might not know, Melanie's been on the podcast two other times. She has written devotional books. She has um, been a blogger, a Christian mentor, a speaker, a wife, a mom. She has done so many things and now health coach. And I know you are right exactly where God wants you. I have seen God just bless you in this. And so I'm excited to put all this information in the show notes and that um, that form and so that we can really live and be intentional about being healthy. And this whole series of the Summer of Practical has been, I kind of coin it, you know, how do I do this? How do I do this? Because we know what to do. It's just how do we do it? And so I appreciate you coming on and sharing about how how we do this. How are we spiritually healthy? How are we physically healthy? And um, so thank you for giving us support in this. Where can people find you online? They can just find me under my name. Now it's hard to spell. <laughs> it looks like Melanie, M-E-L-A-N-I-E and then R-E-D-D. And I'm on social. I have a website. I'd love to connect with your listeners. And if they'll just reach out to me, we'll connect. But I, my passion, honestly, Ren is just to help women to be healthy in every area, to help women to find encouragement and hope in every aspect of their lives. Because I don't think as women, we can separate it. It all Mm -mm. mushes together. And so we, I want to see women be healthy in every aspect. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for coming on the show. This was so informative and I'm going to try that cauliflower. Now, let me ask a question. Do you do um, frozen cauliflower or do you do fresh? 
for that shrimp bake, I do fresh. Mm -hmm. But you can do okay. frozen cauliflower that's in, okay. in like rice and throw it uh -huh. in a crock pot with that. the recipe. And if there's okay. enough sauce or enough flavor, you will <laughs> yeah. not taste the cauliflower. Okay, okay. <laughs> and it, right. only, it only has, well, listen, it only has 10 calories. 10 Whoa. calories. So, so that's why you eat cauliflower instead of yeah. potatoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really does. How many calories are we supposed to have as women? Um, well, does it depend on weight? It depends, it depends um, but m less than we think. Let's put it that okay. way. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> we'll have to take yeah. that. We'll have to talk with you about that because that um, I'm sure it is a lot less than we think and that we usually have. So <laughs> thank you so much, Melanie. We'll put all that in the show notes. Y'all go to wrenrobbins.com and you can find that um, and you can find all of the information that we talked about today. So thank you so much, Melanie, for coming on the show. This was awesome and a great episode for our summer series. Thank you for joining me for today's show. For more encouragement, hop on over to Instagram at Friends of a Feather Podcast. I would love for you to send me a direct message and say hi. Okay, that's going to do it for this episode. Remember, we are all Friends of a Feather, so let's stick together. Have a great week, and I'll see you next time. Bye, friends.